Welcome to the Extraordinary Life Podcast from the creator of the Extraordinary Life Tribe, Crystal Obergon. The self-development podcast propelling you forward toward your goals using science-backed high-performance habits. Reach the next level in your physical and mental health. See new heights in your relationships. Gain clarity on your purpose and live your extraordinary life. Welcome your host, writer, speaker, and coach, Crystal Obergon. Hi there. This is Crystal from Crystal Obergon Coaching. This week, I am going to talk about habits and routines. Actually, that's going to be a bit of a theme for the month of September. Perfect for back to school. I know it's perfect for me. About a week ago, probably two weeks ago now, I was challenged by someone in a group I'm in to read the first three chapters of a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And honestly, I've had the book on my shelf for probably around a year now. And somebody in the group was asking if it's worth reading. And I said, I have it, but I don't know. Somebody recommended it to me. And I often do that. If somebody recommends a book, I will purchase it, put it on my shelf, and Most of the time, when the time is right, I do end up reading it. So I guess the time is right for me now because she, like I said, challenged me to read the first three chapters. And it's the perfect time because honestly, even though during this last year and a half, my habits and routines have kept me going quite a bit. During the last few months, I've dropped off on some of them because it just seems like it's been going on forever and we thought things were going all the way back to normal and they don't quite seem to be. And then it's just really, it's been a lot with kids home, going to school online and then summer, they're completely home and no schedule. I work at home. So it's been hard to manage all of that, juggle all of that when there's so much going on. So my morning routine has always been the most important to me. And I'm not actually going to try and start anything new right now. I'm just going to try and get back to what I know works for me and That's pretty much wake up, unload the dishwasher while I make my coffee, write my gratitude goals and dreams journal while drinking my coffee and meditate, maybe do some reading. And then from there, it varies a bit whether I take my dogs for a walk or do something else before I get ready for work. Getting up early is a big part of that to make all this happen. It's not a huge long routine. It does require that I'm up before everybody else. As I review this, I realize that I'm really not completely off track. It's mostly the meditation that has gone by the wayside this summer. And honestly, my goals and dreams and gratitude, I've skipped a day here and there. And honestly, I notice when I do because... I wrote a few weeks ago or a month ago about gratitude and really spending the time to write it down every day. It really does put you in a different frame of mind. So 
that's when that's super important as well. Right now, my son has just gone back to school this week, and he's actually super excited about that. I think kids are probably a little more excited than normal about going back to school. And I'm about 10 or 11 days to taking my daughter to college for her first year. So even though I feel like once that happens, I'll really be moving forward, I decided that I did want to try to start getting back into my routine ahead of that. I do believe that it's important to give yourself allowances and not be too hard on yourself. To me, staying away from the routine for too long is really only hurting me. And the routine is there for a reason. It's because it benefits me. I took the challenge from my fellow group member and read those first three chapters, which is another reason to surround yourself with people with similar goals or similar way of being, people that are growth friends, I call them. I read the first three chapters and committed to getting back on track. If you've read as many personal development books as I have, you would see that there's nothing super new under the sun, but sometimes you just need to hear something a slightly different way for it to stick with you or really resonate with you. So that's the way it is with this book. I just always think it's good to hear something said a different way. So I'm going to share some of the concepts that James Clear talked about. Remember, this is just the first three chapters. And I'm going to talk about how they pertain both to the high-performance habits that I've really trained in and is the basis of my coaching, and then also just my own experience. First of all, it's a two-step process in changing your identity because your identity emerges from your habits. What he really talks about and what my experience is, is that there's really three layers of behavior change, which changes who you are. For example, I'm a person that reads books. The behavior of reading books creates that. Or I'm a person that eats healthy food. The actual eating of the healthy food creates that. The first layer is really changing your outcomes. The way that I write my goals or my dreams down is as if they had already happened, as if I already have that outcome. It's really just a trick for your brain. The second layer is change in your process. So that's the layer that's really concerned with changing your habits and systems. And that's what this book is going to be about. Most of the habits that you build are really on this level, systems and habits and what you do. The third and the deepest layer, like I've talked about, is changing your identity. And it's concerned with changing your worldview, your self-image, your judgments about yourself. That's where I go with my goals and dreams. All levels of change are really helpful as long as they're in the right direction. His book really is concerned with changing or focusing on building a system of habits in just 1% improvements. And so what he 
talks about is that if you just have a 1% improvement in a lot of areas of your life, that it actually adds up. It's easier to make a 1% improvement than just a huge change in one part of your life. But also all those 1% improvements will add up to something bigger. Then he really divides them up into your outcome-based habits and then your identity-based habits. It's what you want to achieve and then also who you wish to become. So going to that more, your behaviors are usually a reflection of your identity. And if you believe in a particular aspect of your identity, then you're more likely to act in alignment with that belief. If you believe that you are a person that eats healthy food, or if you believe that you're a person that exercises every day, then you will be more likely to eat healthy food and exercise every day. That's just part of your identity. You can drive past the McDonald's and not even really know that it's there because you aren't a person that eats at McDonald's. What's interesting about it is that the high-performance habits, based on the research by Brendan Burchard and the High Performance Institute, which is the foundation of my coaching, is mostly based on the identity-related habits and goals. Some of them are obviously more practical. If you want to generate more energy, then it's helpful to eat good food and exercise and sleep enough. This is why in my coaching, I do spend quite a bit of time also on seeking clarity because if you're not clear on who you want to be in the future and what you want to achieve in the future, then you'll just be wishy-washy. You won't really be headed in a specific direction. We discuss and journal on not only being clear on the goals, but especially on who we want to be. Because living in alignment with who you want to be creates more possibility for that future. It can go obviously in the opposite direction too. I talked about that McDonald's example. You think you're a person that eats at McDonald's, then it'll be really easy to stop there. You really have to work on those beliefs of who you are, who you want to be, and how that will impact your habits and your success or non-success in whatever you're trying to do. Basically, two steps. You decide who you want to be, and then you prove it to yourself with small wins. seems easy enough. In that shorter term, where being a person that meditates every day, because I've definitely been that person that said, yes, of course I do. I always find time for my meditation. I have had a lot more success in the last week, which is encouraging. Just thinking about who you want to be and what that person does as far as their habits. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to talk a lot more about habits this month. I have a great free resource for you, a PDF on morning and nighttime routines. I will link to it in the show notes or under the blog or wherever you are listening to this. Have a great week. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Life Podcast with writer and coach Crystal Obergon. We'd love to connect with you outside of the podcast too. To find more helpful insights, show notes, and more about Crystal, go to crystalobergon.com. That's O-B-R-E-G-O-N, where you will also find info for the Design Your Decade Workshop. This workshop will help you to stop drifting and start creating. Until next time, be extraordinary.